We put the fun in funk. Oh, I like that. We put the F-U in funk as well. Um, and we put the K. <laughs> I don't know. we're right on time this morning we're glad you've found the podcast edition of the morning reboot you can uh, text us even though as you're listening to this we'll have to remember to go check the text messages Uh, you know know where to find us anyway Um, welcome to uh, today's podcast episode of the show Jeffy McGee will join us later, and of course, lots to discuss. Some uh, some some news, some entertainment stuff, some fun things, some general opinions, and a major friendship violation. Um, I didn't do it this time, did I? I don't think so. And I, we'll 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 start with that. But first, good morning, my friend. Hi, and I need to get this off my chest because I feel really awful with saying it. So, you know we how we, we watch um, CBS this morning. It's just like my routine or our routine. I've not grown out of it. So, they're, they're talking about gender reveals. And there's nothing more that gives me satisfaction as when parents of multiples do a gender reveal and the one child gets upset because it's not a boy or a girl. Like, it's not what they wanted. Like, that gives me so much. That makes me smile so bad. What is that? You, CBS? No, no, because they were doing stories on gender reveals. Oh. And, you know, I, I think gender reveals are just stupid. But I love when, like, a baby brother who's about to be a big brother wants a brother. But, like, they reveal and it's a girl. And he's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I enjoy that. I like when the one of the parents is is upset with the reveal. That um, one, yeah, that, I like that. I like that, too. Because you... you you brought that bad juju on you <laughs> by doing the gender reveal in the first place. Yep. Um, I didn't know, uh, and I just saw this, and I don't know how I didn't see it. I, the, the Facebook algorithm is, it really isn't your friend. Did you know that uh, Lexi's going to make another child? I sure did. When did you know that? Uh, this morning when I saw her wife's update. Okay, so you didn't. <laughs> cooking baby number two, I go. Cooking baby number two, you can. You got diagnosed with another baby. And they made it. Well, there was a post before that where they made like a movie poster, which is fucking awesome. Did you see that one? I did see that, but I kept scrolling. Um. Well, congratulations to them. And I, I again, the Facebook algorithm failed you too because they posted it yesterday, I think. But congratulations to Nicole and uh, and. Lexi and I only hope that they have yet another child that looks like me as a baby. <laughs> Little Erkesha. Erkesha. There's a Erkesha. You know what? Uh, not look. This is this is just what we do. We don't do anything mean spiritedly. But there is a, a lady, and uh, she her name I believe is like Klenosha. After Tim Hortons near my house, <laughs> and Klenosha is never in a good mood. Uh oh, is she an overnighter though? I don't know, but she's she's not pleasant at all. Like she, yeah. There's a certain place where people like that should work. Like it is if you just have a shitty disposition on your job, that's your fault because you filled out that application, right? You turn in that resume. You answered that call and got your happy ass put together and went to that interview. And so those, it, it goes back to the McDonald's conversation we had yesterday. Right. Like, why are you so mad? All I want is an egg McMuffin. Like, 
It's it's literally four in the morning. And if you you, li- you literally have sausage, bacon, and eggs. Put it together. That's all you have to do. And if you if you dislike how you're treated and what you're making there, especially those types of jobs, you can hop to any other like six kinds of that, and maybe you'll make the same money but be treated a little bit better. Like I was gonna say, if you have that kind of disposition, you should work at a prison instead of letting mm-hmm. your work treat you like you work, like you're in prison. No, um, I get I get having a bad day, but like if you said it, if she if she or they or them are a repeat offender, then that's the something time. deeper. That's more of an underlining issue than them clocking into work every day. I'm sorry, I had the audacity to come through and ask for a coffee. I mean, you should have put a, a cone up in front of the drive-through, but whatever. I bet she's one of those people. Every time they see a Circle K commercial, they get mad. They're like, "Ugh." Uh, why do you say that? If if Think about it. it. It goes with anyone. If you don't like your job, like if you're actually there at the establishment and you go home and you see, say you work at Denny's and you hate being a waitress at Denny's and right. you go home and you see a Denny's commercial, you're like, oh, that yeah. place oh. is the devil. Oh, well, you said Circle K. And, and I mean, yeah, this, isn't this, that where she goes? No, this is Tim Hortons. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, Tim Hortons. Oh, there's more of a Tim Hortons presence on TV than Circle K. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, any job where you don't have like some kind of enhanced benefits, uh, you can... You don't have to stay there. You can go somewhere else. I'm, I'm sure you can find something similar and hopefully be treated better. Um, did you were you in a group text yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that uh, lasted five seconds, and I hid the alerts. Okay, so I didn't know. See when? Okay, I'll let you get to that. When I go, when I I don't mind group messages, but when I'm added into a group message, I look at the numbers to see if anyone's like a mutual contact. And there wasn't. So I was like, I don't know any of these people. I don't want to be I don't want to be a poser because they were all talking to each other. And I was like, well, I'm just going to hide alerts. And if you need to reach out to me personally, you got my phone number. So at let me just make sure I get all this right. Um, and we'll bring this up with our, our fine little friend on Fridays. <laughs> so you were there. I, I, I couldn't tell because so we got a, a text message from Bethany yesterday. And it's like 60 people as it. As it showed up on my screen, I could see that it was a group text, and there is a more there is a the morning reboot group text, and maybe somebody hits it once a week. It's me, you, Alex, Bethany, and Ashley. Mm-hmm. I thought it was that. It was not. It was something about Bethany's mom's birthday. She's going to turn sixty, and she's feeling a little down for social distancing reasons, and it's coming up on the eighteenth. Um, and at least she prefaced it. It's not going to let her off the hook or else we wouldn't be talking about it. Hello, friends. I hate to group text, but this is the easiest way for me to get the word out. Uh, So along with Floyd and myself and Bethany, hopefully you can do the math here, Floyd, myself, and Bethany, there were 17 other people in this group. It felt like 60 because they're the way they were talking. There were 17 other people in this group text. Um, As Floyd, as you said, none of whom uh, I I knew, and I, I... I thought, like in a group message on Facebook, I mm-hmm. can remove myself. But yeah, no. I, I, I had to do what you did. I had to hide the alerts, which just simply meant that my phone wouldn't buzz, but it still showed a notification. And I did, did it. Yeah, it's oh, no- mine doesn't. Maybe yeah. you can try to go into your settings, play with it because well, mine has disappeared. Oh, okay, mine has thank, disappeared. <laughs> thank God th- th- this stopped because I was I was working out at home at the time yesterday, so I was on my phone. 
uh, timing things and, and listening to, to stuff. And, and I was like, this is, this is awful. Like, this is a violation <laughs> of our friendship. And I think she It's knew- not that bad. It's not a violation of friendship. 20 people? She knows 20 people. Get on her level. Like, that's much... I, I'll ask her... <laughs> I'll ask her why not on Facebook because at least then I can remove myself here. Uh, th- I mean, not that I'm ever going to need to be in this group text message again, so I can turn off the notifications. But this was this was completely unnecessary. There are other <laughs> ways. There are better ways to go about this. And I, you know what I'm going to do? Um, I texted her this morning, and she hasn't gotten back to me. I I, I bailed out of that thing because it was mostly people, you know, saying, "Hey, this is great," and blah blah blah. No actual ideas. I'm going to write her mom a letter and tell her, I don't know you that well, but you, your daughter is a reflection of you, and you've done a great job. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll write her a birthday letter and, and ask her if she asks her daughter about her sensitive boobs. <laughs> Stop. So, yeah, 20 people, man. That was, that's, that's, that's text message violation for sure. I think you took it harder than most people. I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. Have you checked your Facebook messages this morning? Nope. Uh, I saw it once. Oh yeah, I did. I saw. You sent it... me two stories, right? Yeah, there there was. Uh, I was reading a story in the Blade News Slide app, and in Elijah Jones was mentioned. Let me see if I can pull up the article real fast. Oh, I, I screenshot it when it was on Facebook Live, and I was like, "Oh, look who I see on my Facebook feed." He was not happy with it. I uh, so I talked about it on 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 the on air show today. I said, "There's a lot of people who get." Uh, it's the uh, public health officials urge compassion story, I think. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about it on the air. I, I said, you know, there's a lot of people that get mentioned on this show that, that, that like the um, the co-stars at times of, of the show. <laughs> Barry and Paul and Donna mm-hmm. and Jay Sean and your sister. And then Elijah is, is, is mentioned frequently on the show. And now you can put a face to, to that name because... <laughs> The news slide, and he's on multiple news. Wait, I saw NBC 24 I, and WTOL. <laughs> he's texting me right now, and I, I should probably tell him, I was like, your face is all over the news media. Yeah. Because um, he's very private, and his, because like, even his profile picture is, he doesn't have one. Right. So, like, when, I think Sheena, the Lucas County Board of Education lady, is that what they're called? TPS board or whatever? Um, she shared it, and then Nick had shared it. And I was like, ooh, you were all over my news feed. He's like, are you serious? And I screenshot it, and I go, that's your face. And he's yeah. like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and there there was a, a goofy Nick Comives uh, look in there as well. It, 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 I think it was just general community members who were trying mm-hmm. to help people out. There were several articles, several things floating around today that I saw. That, and it, is Sheena the... Uh, the pro- She's president of um, Equality Toledo. Yes, Okay. Because there was two different things. There was one about or executive director. I don't know how. I don't know. The... She's the new Nick and the new Annalise. Annalise, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was two different articles. One about how to help the LGBT community and, and what they're going through at this point in time, and then just another one about general compassion and, and mental health stuff. But yeah, they they were both all over the place today. So, um, and I always forget that that uh, there's no more Annalise. There's no more Nick, and I forgot that they have. I haven't met Sheena, right? Um, no, 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 no. I think, yeah, because you don't go out, and then when she does do Pride stuff, it's normally early because she's a mother of three. So, no, she's normally home. 
doing her business. Um, so the the screenshot that I sent you, let's see, there's no illicit tabs on there. Um, Elijah looks like uh, somebody who runs a Mexican food truck. He's my Latino friend. Today's his day. <laughs> that, just that picture, that picture of him with his hat on, it looks like he wants to serve me a tortilla. Which, that is very, very... Stereotypical? Yeah, don't do that to my friend. He is half white, but today he is embracing his Latina side right. or Latina X, whatever they're called. It's just that picture. Whatever then, you want to call. And then there's goofy, goofy smiley comb eyes in that picture as well. <laughs> Sorry, he's so, I just texted him. I said, oh, look at this beautiful face on NBC24. Right. Um, like, uh, if, I, if Nick could be up to anything, I would think he was up to something with that smile. Um, but I know he's not. Uh, the only thing he's probably thinking about is he's probably thinking about where he's going to take his next Instagram boyfriend picture. Hmm. Uh, and Chris Peterson, did you see? You saw that one too, right? She's so beautiful to me. Like, I have prefaces with prefaces with like I'm real, real gay. Like so yeah. gay. Like yeah, I've yeah. never, I've never seen a vagina in real life. But she was like a crush of mine in high school. Really? Yeah. She like I just thought she was so freaking beautiful and then i believe she did a speech at one of our high school events or something back in the day and i was just like god she's even prettier in person but yeah she i just she ages age so well yeah or just hasn't aged beautiful yeah she's great yeah it, absolutely that's the best way to put it like she looks the same as she did when i was a senior in high school I uh, I text I saw she she came up with my Facebook you know I check my birthdays every day to see who who in Davison <laughs> Michigan I can get rid of, uh, but her birthday was Friday so I or, or Thursday I texted her a happy birthday and, and I have a very like diagonally distant connection to her, um, <laughs> like you diagonal distant connection I said yes because diagonals are long lines I get it y- yeah yeah so. <laughs> so when I was a kid, and I I read something last night that baseball cards are coming back now. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, did you collect baseball cards as a kid? I was um, I was that. Didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that if I had a Ken Griffey Jr. card, it was like you were the rich. coolest thing. Yeah, it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was a card collector. I did that, and then the, we talked about it briefly a few weeks ago. The Topps base basketball cards, or whatever it's called. Well, there was Tops and Donruss and yeah, I, I collect. I remember Tops, yeah. There's Tops, Donruss, Fleer, Upper Deck. <gasps> oh, I do remember Upper Deck too. Um, and there's one I'm missing. Uh, upper Deck were the ones that were a little larger. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. So the reason I say her husband, well, she's diagonally distant from me, is I remember her husband's. Uh, I had her husband's baseball card because he was a baseball player in the '80s or early '90s. Oh. And he he coached with the Colorado Rockies, I think, up until a couple of years ago. And I think his name is Tom Runnels. And I remember telling her that I had your son's your I had your husband's baseball card in my bike when I was a kid. That's funny. Did you ever do that? What? Put the baseball card in the bike? Like to make the yeah. noise? Yeah. No, I just thought that was a thing that they did on um Sandlot. Must I didn't know it was a real thing that people did. Must have been a white kid's thing. Or well, I pretty much grew up in the city, anywhere I lived, so, like, we didn't really have, like, we had bikes when we lived in Arizona, but, like, other than that, we lived in the city, so we never really had a use for a bike. hmm So, I mean, we had them, but we didn't religiously ride them, like, all the other kids, like, right. in the sandlot, like, gotta meet, 
Jimmy and Tom at the park. I'm like, no, not me. Really? That I half of my childhood was with my ass on a very uncomfortable bike seat. Oh, we, we rode them, but like not, not like religiously. Like I hear kids like, oh, I miss riding a bike everywhere. I'm like, oh, I never got that. Like I grew up on an army base too, so it was very limited in what we could do. With my toe hurting, although it feels a little bit better. I was thinking about um, going to one of the, the bike shops that we have here, and I know we have a couple, and getting a, a used bike because I can bike ride with my toe like this, and I don't think it'll be a long-term thing, but it would be nice to have a bike, and I'd like to see if there's any truth to uh, you never forget. That would be cool to have. My neighbors all have bikes. I don't know where that story was going, but like, I see them with their bikes. I'm like, oh, but I also haven't been on a bike since like 1993. Like yeah, I was like, see people rollerblading. I'm like, oh, that looks fun. I used to could rollerblade. But I'm like, yep, gravity has caught up with me. And <laughs> my back is very old now. Don't you put your big ass on no damn rollerblades. I, uh, I can't I can't think of the last time. I was probably on skates last time before I was before I was on a, on a... I was probably on skates more recently than I was on a bike. Mental image time. My big ass on some rollerblades going up and down Adam Street. In some very... In no, oh, no, no, no. Well... Drag up top, booty shorts on the bottom. Oh my god, absolutely! Like, like very like, like a late eighties, early nineties, like teen drama movie. Like bright colors and my big ass, just hair blowing in the wind, and trying not to fall over on Adam Street. So, uh, no, no unemployment deposit, right? Um, not today. However, some good news because you know I do. They, the automatic pay for stuff. Yeah. Um, my cell phone and Apple Watch is paid off. Completely? Yes. Excellent. Like I got, like today it was like, your Verizon bill has been paid. I'm like, oh, cool. And then like Verizon's like, do you want to upgrade? I'm like, has it been that long? And I like, went to my Verizon account. It was like, your phone is paid off. Your watch is paid off. Would you like to upgrade? And I was like, no. I will enjoy this $100 bill for a few months. Um, damn, well that's, I'm disappointed that you didn't get the money because I knew you were hoping to get it yesterday. But no, 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 no. A lot of people, I got the pay stuff. It says it takes like two to three days to process. I'm not worried. Like I said, my rent has been paid up to a certain amount. I just want to get caught up on certain bills. Like kudos to Toledo Edison and is it Columbia Gas? I don't yeah. know. That's, a, that's also an automatic withdrawal, which I paused. So, um... I just want to get on those so, like, when the ball does start rolling, like, if we start reopening and they're like, hey, Ohio's open again. Your bill's due now. Like, I don't want to be that person who's, like, in August still catching up from a bill in, like, March and April. Do, do you know how much you're getting? Yes. Can I ask you how much? Nope. Can I guess? Yeah, but I can. I won't give you an answer. You don't ask them how much they make. Why not? Because it's rude. I don't think it's rude. Anyway, but I'm glad that money's coming. <laughs> yes, of course you don't think it's rude, but you want to know. Right. There's very little that I think is rude. Um, hold on. I got to text Jeff back. Uh, da, 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 da. Same as always. I have to get in the routine of eating breakfast. And breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's, it's the I don't believe that. I don't it, believe that saying. I don't believe you know what? Just like you don't think it's rude to ask questions. I don't think breakfast is that important. But I do need to start eating it because I do take medicine in the morning now. Right. And I realize that when I don't do 
when I don't, even if it's just like, even if I nibble on a cracker or something. Yep. Like when I don't eat something with my medicine, by noon, my stomach is a freaking wreck. Yeah. So help. when it, we're done here, I'm going to see what I have in that kitchen. Um, it's, and, and I'll, maybe you'll agree with, with these words. It's the most important meal of the day, but it's maybe not the best meal of the day. I don't like breakfast food though. Like that's the thing. That's okay. All right. I, like I, I'll eat it, but like I think like when I think of food, like I on the rare occasion when like my mom used to cook breakfast for dinner as a kid, which we thought was the coolest thing ever. Like when I want to eat something, I'm like I don't. I always want bacon, so <laughs> let me say I don't like. I'm just like I don't know if I want eggs and toast and hash browns. Like I just if I do have breakfast, I'm just I'm very basic. I just have cereal. I don't want to cook it. I just want to pour, pour, insert a spoon in my mouth. God, I, I love that big boy orgy of a breakfast buffet. Oh, God. So those biscuits and the bacon. Put it in your pants, Chase. Sorry. Put it in your pants. Uh, speaking of food, let's keep going with food. Uh, the governor said yesterday after he admonished uh, protesters who weren't socially distant and the people who went after Dr. Acton's family, which he was very right to do. And, he, you know, he's like, look, come after me, but n- nobody else. Um, he they would did- catch him. He talks so slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't say that, Mr. DeWine. Don't say that because they'll be at your house right. Be- they'll be at your house before you get to your house. He uh, he said that later on this week, he'll have a, he'll have a restaurant reopening date and there's Three local people on this advisory panel, this task force to help reopen the restaurants. Uh, the, the guy that owns Schmuckers, uh, mm-hmm. somebody from the Bay Route, and then another restaurant that I'm unfamiliar with. So there's three local people helping with that. And I, and this is statewide or just like locally this here? Is, this is statewide. Oh, and cool. Maybe they'll open to 25% capacity or 50% capacity. And I, I know a lot of people are excited for this. Like this is... Maybe more than anything, because this will include bars, and we know that w- what we like to do here, and this, you know, maybe Georgia's and all that stuff. This this might be the biggest deal of, of many things for a lot of people. Um, so I know people will be really excited whenever he announces the reopening for the restaurant. And I like making dinner at home. I like ordering food. I got no problem with that. But you know mm-hmm. what? I, you know what? I'm kind of excited. What I, I, I can make a lot of things really well at home. And but some ethnicities I don't do well with. Like I'm down for some Mediterranean or Indian food. Listen, bitch. Oh my god. I was just telling my sister yesterday because we saw each other, and I was like, I just want a euro with what do I normally get at Nick's? Because you know Nick's is my favorite restaurant, and they're like Mediterranean based. Where's where, which one is Nick's? That's right on Reynolds, right across from. There's Joanne's, Nickel World. It's right across from there, uh, oh. right next to Waffle House, and there's a Speedway at the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. cafe place. Nick's Cafe. Oh, yeah. My favorite restaurant in Toledo. Like, if I was ever on death row, and they're like, "What's your final meal?" I'm like, "Take my ass to Nick's Cafe." Um, I just want like I love Euro meat with like infused with like the garlic vinaigrette and like feta cheese. Like it's just all right. Put it back in your pants. Oh, it's it's not even. It hasn't even been in my pants. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you're naked. <laughs> um, but no, I I love I love and I love Beirut and I love like the roasted chicken. Oh, it's just such a underrated food. Like everyone wants like Mexican, Chinese, or like right. American. I'm like, no, grant me some like grape leaves, bitch. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I, I'm with you on that one. 
like the Mexican places t- today and joint. I've been encouraging. I've been encouraging everyone on the air, especially since they're home, to have themselves a morning Rita. Um, have a morning reader for Cinco de Mayo, but yeah, like Mexicans, pretty easy to make at home. Americans, easy to make at home. Even even like Asian, certain most Asian dishes are, are pretty easy. I can't do Indian, I can't do Mediterranean, but I I just texted Juliana. I was like, we got to do tandoor, and uh, mm. I could use something at Sidon or Sedona, however you. I've never had. I never had Indian food, and someone's like, you've had to have it, and like they start naming stuff. I was like, I've never even heard of it. Maybe it's, I, I wouldn't even call it ignorance. I just never, I just never tapped into that. Mm-hmm. But um, I have had Ethiopian food. And, and I'm saying this as a person of color, not my favorite. Some people love it. I don't, it's not my, I'm not a fan. Where'd you have it and what, what um, was it like? It was, it was in Columbus. I do remember. And my friend, I believe, my friend, my, my friend who was a friend of a friend. So I didn't really know of him. He is Ethiopian descent because he went to um, Ohio State. And there's this little restaurant down there. This was maybe like four or five years ago. I had a show down there, and I was like, oh, I'll try something new. It was very mushy. Hmm. Maybe it was just a bad batch, but I just didn't care for it. Um, I I always associated uh, curry with, with Indian food, and I tried mm-hmm. to use curry to cook before and there was a lot of um, Indian people in the neighborhood that I grew up in so I was familiar with the smell of curry um, it, it as a dumb I- ignorant kid it kind of made me dislike them um, I does was, it pack a punch because I it, know it has a punchy yes. smell like does the taste oh, like, does, does the taste does the smell back up the taste like because I know it, no. it, it's very potent the smell is but no and the only reason I can I can account with this is a couple of years ago I decided to try to make an Indian dish and mm. it tasted okay but the curry smell in the apartment lasted for days what is curry is it a spice see I'm very ignorant yeah. in it like I said I've never had Indian food I I know of the smell <laughs> but like I never taste it so okay maybe that'll be maybe that'll we'll put that in a middle of the year resolution. <laughs> At some uh, point before 2021, I will try Indian food. And some some people might not like Indian food because some of the colors of and the texture of some of the dishes, mm-hmm. like we don't like the way cottage cheese looks. Somebody might not like yeah. the way certain Indian dishes looks. Um, curry is a variety of dishes originating in the Indian subcontinent. They use a complex combination of spices or herbs, usually including ground turmeric, cumin, coriander, ginger, and fresh or dried chilies. Um, And that's where you get all the scents. Right. right. Because those are very, like, you named, like, three of those, and I was like, ooh, that has, because ginger has a strong scent, too, when you get it alone. Yeah, and the colors are different from a lot of other things. It's, it's like, orange or yellow or shades of those. So I could see why Mm -hmm. those might turn people off. But um, Tandoor is the first time I had, like, a full-on all-Indian meal, and it was Good. It was worth the stomach pain I had afterwards from not taking my uh, my you dairy lactose, pills. Yeah, yeah, your lactose stuff. Um, yeah. God, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I was going to say I always drive past it. Like I feel, and there's also an Indian food restaurant on Reynolds near my mom's house on Hill. Is that Hill? Yeah, hill I, on the corner. Yeah, I I've never been. About. I drive past all the time, and they they're always packed. <laughs> yeah, I just. Just never took in the time to actually um, add something else to my palate. Maybe I'll, I'm going to do that at some point. Where are you going food shopping today? 
Um, I might just hit up either Walmart. I'm going to go early, though. I mean, whatever. I just need to get basic stuff. I'm tired of going to the market, and I'm like, I'm actually going to get, I'm so tired of this word, essential needs. So, might as well just make it a trip to Walmart, in and out. I'm not a, I'm not a browser. Well, we've talked about this. Right. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't grocery shop for the month or week or year. Right. I'm not a hoarder or a, what's the word? Not a hoarder. What's the things that when people were buying all the toilet paper? Oh, that's that's hoarding, you're hoarding, right? yeah, yeah. You're, you're hoarding. I don't do that. Like I'm literally, I need three things in and out. Self checkout. I'm the self checkout king. Uh, yeah, I went to Target yesterday for a minute and grabbed what I needed to. So did my sister and I. Did I? I thought I smelled beauty in the air. Oh hush. Uh, some entertainment things. Do you, do we have to get in? I'm gonna guess the answer is no. Anything with this new Twilight book. Were you a Twilight person back in the... I was until... Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't know it was the book until, like, the third film. And I was like, oh, it's a book series? And they're like, yeah, I go, oh, well, I've already seen the first two books. I don't need to read it. I'm just right. going to assume it went along with the storyline. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it would be cool. I never actually finished the series. So... And it's from Edward's perspective, Right. Hold on one second. I'm I believe just... it's from his perspective. Yes, so like, yes, yes, it is so, from his, his perspective. So I always wanted to know about his perspective with the vampire. I never thought, what was her name in the movie, Bella? Yeah. I just thought her, she was just so boring. And I, it's not because of the actress. I think if anyone would have played her, it, it would have been monotone and like, oh, you're a vampire. I think I love you, Edward. Like, her storyline was just not interesting. Right. Like, it, I'm interested. In, I want to know the vampire. I want to know. You've been along for you've been around for two hundred years. Yeah, I'm interested. So I guess along that lines, I'm interested. But will I read the book? Nope. So make it a movie. I I was never into any of it. I I, I appreciated that, uh, like back then when the Twilight movies became a thing, we had like this birth of vampires and zombies everywhere, and I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. But I obviously did more zombie stuff than than vampire stuff. Um, but See, I'm yeah. more of a werewolf person myself. You should come see Cliff's hair then. Oh, I'm not allowed in the building. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, one day I'll just hang outside the windows. Like, I just miss all you guys' faces. Hi. I'll take a picture. Um, but are the other people across the hall yet? Or are they still from home? Uh, Denny's at home. Paul is here. Mm. The only people here in the morning are me, Cliff, Paul, and sometimes Peapod. That's it. Pod. Yeah, and, oh. Jer- and Jerry's off this week, and I'm. Is he okay? I'm wondering what he's doing with himself because he's here way too much, and <laughs> he does. He won't. He won't dive into a beverage like some of us do. You know, he gets employee of the year. He's, yeah, I know. He's done a lot. Yeah, and with that, they should like cut him a deal on his health health care premiums because uh, he's going to give himself a heart attack. He works too much. Mm-hmm. And I've told them this. Uh, another entertainment story. Do you know the, the Tiger King story for the day? I'm so ripe for this. You have no idea. Would you have guessed anyone else but Nick Cage was going to play the No, but when they said it, I go, who else will play him? Right. You know? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the... So I just watched... Uh, I watched... I guess Iron Man came out 12 years ago, like a couple of... On Friday or something like that. Um... That was the the Tony Stark Iron Man origin story. This is the Joe Exotic origin story we've all wanted. I'm like so sorry. I'm walking to the kitchen. I, my stomach is like fighting me right now. Um, 
I, like I said, when you when they said Kate McKinnon was going to play Carol Baskins, I was like, all right, I get it. She, she's a very good method comedic actress. Like, we know her very well for her, like, her political um, impersonation. So I'm like, oh, she can dive into this character because Carol Baskins is essentially an SNL character. Right. So then when everyone was just like, I want to play Tiger King. Who was the actor who was like, I want to play Tiger King? We talked about it briefly. I, was it John Krasinski? No. Someone wanted to play him. Oh, it's going to escape me, but whatever. So, like, when I read the article this morning, it was like, Nick Cage has signed on to play it. I go, motherfucker, he wasn't even on my radar, but that is the most perfect choice. Right. Absolutely. 100%. It's going to be eight episodes. It's a scripted series. Um, so, th- this is a solid week. A solid, solid week. S- We're two, two days into the work week, and we've got two Tiger King stories. Did you see the new Tiger King meme? No, it's, what is it? It's Post Malone, because like, he's very eccentric, and it paints his nail, and he's like holding a cat. And then it, it says, you can't convince me if Joe Exotic was free right now, Post Malone would be one of his next husbands. <laughs> you right. And Post Malone has to contribute to the soundtrack of the series, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my little post Um, I, I Never mind. That's not your thing. Uh, What's not my thing? Try me. 90s hip-hop? Like, real hip-hop. Like, well, give me an example of '90s hip hop. LL Cool J, like yeah, not, Mr. Uh, Lover Lover. No, I mean like like the non-radio hit type stuff. Mama said, "Knock you out." Things like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess um, every so, one of the overlooked stars of the Michael Jordan series uh-huh. has, has been the soundtrack. There's an LL Cool J song, like Big Daddy. Big Daddy Kane is a good example. And yeah, every, I know them. I had cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everybody else got got awakened. Kumo D's another one. Eric B and Rakim. <laughs> everybody else got awakened to an Outcast classic. Uh, Which one? Uh, I think it was it was Rosa Parks or Elevators. Oh, I love I love you know Outcast is my favorite hip hop group, so I know ATL yeah. Aliens is one of my yep, favorite yep. albums ever. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that stuff made an appearance and. Some of the high, the, the best highlights in that show uh, are paired up with those '90s hip hop songs. And, and I also saw that too. Um, Barack Obama was upgraded from Chicago resident to president. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, he made a call, right? <laughs> you know, he was like, uh, "America, um, I'm the president." That more, was a good Barack Obama. Yes. One more entertainment, and I think Jeff will hop in with us in a couple of minutes. Uh, so there's going to be another Star Wars movie now after they said they were going to give it a break. With TT, I can't say his name. Taika, I come. Taika Watiti. Okay, so not Tiki Bar. That's what I call him, and I'm not being ignorant. I just like, that's Tiki Bar. Because yeah. he was on Ellen rerun the other day. I said, oh, that's Tiki Bar, the guy from Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. He also did, uh, he was he was Korg in Thor Ragnarok, which you've got to watch. And he, he also produces and, and produced and directed that movie. He's got some other things as well. He's very talented um, on screen and behind the camera. And he's going to do the new Thor movie. He, he had a, uh, you, you yeah, you saw The Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. He was that real sarcastic asshole droid. Was he really the, the gun crazy one? Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Okay, yeah, he that's played, cool. He voiced that, so he was in that, and I, I'm sure it'll work out great. And I and I, this is not my Star Wars knowledge, but I heard that whatever cinema will be next for Star Wars, it will be Old Republic, which is like hundreds of years before the Skywalker stuff. 
Okay. See, I'm I'm that person, and I know they can never like do it effectively. I didn't mind solo. Like, I honestly didn't mind solo. I liked it, I but, liked it too. But also, we didn't really ask for a solo movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, as a Star Wars fan, there are many other interesting characters before Han Solo. So, I like, I, I was like, okay. I'll, I'll. Only thing is, I was like, oh, okay. It literally just leads up. It wasn't a bad movie. I would love a Leia story. Like, because we know Luke's side. We know Darth Vader's side. We... We know Han's side. Like, I would love, give me a female empowerment movie where it's just, like, Leia. Because, like, she's a badass. So, like, she didn't have, like, a princess upbringing. Like, she had to have known some stuff. So, like, that would be cool for me. But I'm interested to see where they go with this. Because, like, everyone's like, Disney ruined Star Wars. Like, no, they didn't. Like, honestly, it's a continuation of really good stories and plots. Like... Just take it. It's entertainment, you guys. Like these people aren't real. Calm the hell down. And maybe since those movies are forty years old now, if they would have come out later, they're more nostalgic than good movies. Um, oh, absolutely. But like, it's for me. Like people, like the new trilogy. Like people are just like, eh. but I'm like, it's a continuation. Like they got the original cast. Like shut the hell up and just enjoy it. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm that. I'm that person who's just like just hush no that's the way i am with the transformers movie I, yeah I, i'm like I, I get it you you can bitch and complain but there's something from your childhood that, that that's on the big screen and and you can enjoy the culture of it so right i don't know when that movie will come out but it's certainly in good hands now with taika watiti who plays arguably my very favorite character in all the marvel universe korg <laughs> that movie's probably not coming out till 2027. Uh, we gotta I, stay alive. I, I will. I'll bet this. That movie comes out before an Avatar sequel does. <laughs> Who are you telling? I've never even seen the first one. I'm like, I'll see the first one when the part two comes out. Avatar movies are like that. That mom that keeps telling the kid that yeah, daddy's coming home. Daddy's coming home. Daddy. Or my mom. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna take you and your sister to Disney World next summer. I'm like, okay, Donna. Okay, Ma. I'm I'm 30 now, so I don't believe this and, is gonna happen. Mom, I can spell Disney World and it ain't spelled Family Dollar. I could take myself to Disney World now, Ma. Okay. Um, Jeffy McGee will join us in a couple of minutes. So one last thing here, and it, it it I don't. We're not a list show, but I appreciated this list of bugs that are far more dangerous. <laughs> Than the murder hornet, and it and it makes a lot of sense. So I guess, obviously, what what would you think is on that list? More dangerous bugs and insects. A ladybug. So I'm just being a smartass. So on this list, flying ants. Those are some aggressive red ants. Um, more aggressive than the. Mer- See, here's the thing. More dangerous. Anything, really, because honestly, we've never seen one. And guess what? The experts have came out the woodwork on social media. I was like, you didn't hear of a murder hornet before Friday. Hush your mouth. Uh, Kyle. Sorry, just picking up a name. Sorry, I just sent Jeff the invite. Uh, you're, I don't think you're wrong at all, but uh, what was on the list? Uh, bees. Bees kill a lot of people because bee people have, uh, mm-hmm. have uh, allergies. Yes. Uh, a couple more. I guess about eight people a year die from Black Widow spider bites. I believe it. And that's simply because they don't get to, a, like, urgent care or the ER in time. Uh, what were the other ones? There's one, so there was some scorpion that's only in the, like, southwest. And it's very unlikely you'll die, but there are some very weird symptoms with that. And, yes, I would be 
terrified if I came across a scorpion. And then two more uh, that are more dangerous than humans, as Jeff pops on with us. One, you said humans or the hornets? Hi, hi, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Sit tight, Jeff. We're getting a little feedback, so if you can like stick anything in your ears there or uh, make sure uh, your mic isn't hearing the audio. Uh, it's, a, it's on a headset, so it should be okay. Uh, how, how bad is it? Uh, it's manageable. We can, we can do it. I was just wrapping up uh, uh, Murder Hornet stuff with Floyd here. Jeff, do you have any idea uh, what other dangerous bugs or insects there would be to humans? <laughs> uh, in the grand scheme of things, I think right now the most dangerous bugs that we, that we can find are of the human variety. So I'm not sure if exactly I can be any help in terms of the, of, of the insect level. So. Well, one, I guess, is pretty common around here. A brown recluse spider? The hell's that? Uh, yeah, it's I've a never heard of that brown spider. That's probably quite reclusive. It's like the the arachnid version <laughs> of me. But oh. yeah, I, they they're predominantly in the northwest. I'm sorry, in the Midwest, like here where we live. If you look it up on Google or Wikipedia, there's like a, they live where we are and down through Kentucky, and they're in forests and stuff. And they'll they'll kill you. And then the last one, maybe the most dangerous uh, insect, mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah Considering everything that they that they carry, yeah, that's a totally understandable uh, idea. So. I just love, like, yesterday I was watching, you know, my Guilty Pleasure show because I'm 36 going on 80, Inside Edition, and they, <laughs> they had interviewed some guy who got stung by one for one of his reality shows or something, and he was like, so the reporter was like, so can you die from a murder hornet? And the, the guy just goes, no, unless you're allergic. And I just go... Right. But like I stand by my statement yesterday, if I hear something buzzing by my ear, I'm running anyway, whether it's a fly, a wasp or a bumblebee. Like if I hear, I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, this is how I go out. Calm down, people. And if you ran and you gave yourself a heart attack or maybe you, you, you weren't, you were so panicked, you tripped and fell and smacked your head, that would go to a murder hornet death, right? I, I guess uh, Hornet One, me clumsy zero. Jeff, maybe with the mur- <laughs> maybe with the murder hornet uh, uh, hysteria, I, we should have done bugs. But instead, we're going to do movies this week in the trailer game. You want to explain what we're doing this week? Yes, indeed. Uh, considering that we're getting a lot of movies that were supposed to be coming out in uh, the theaters, now just coming directly to video. Like everybody knows the story that uh, Trolls World Tour ended up being one of the biggest movies ever in terms of on-demand sales mm-hmm. uh, from audiences and families that were looking for something a little bit uh, to do in their downtime. And so we're going to be looking at some movies that w- still did come out in the theaters, and uh, but ended up making a much bigger impression on pop culture and in fact in all these cases they end up becoming a much bigger hit on video and they mm. have a much bigger lasting impact and i have the actual grosses of each movie in question that we're going to do oh and, this will be um, interesting i'm yeah, excited yeah so we're going to be so all these movies i guarantee you've heard of uh, and you've almost certainly seen i'm not going to say 100 percent certain because <laughs> we know uh, Floyd, we both know somebody in this conversation who hasn't seen a lot of movies in in, uh, in general. Uh, oh. But we're going to go through them and look at movies that were bigger at home. So let's start with number one on the list, please, if you would, uh, Eric. I want you to hit me as hard as I got as it, you Eric. Can. Eric, wow. go ahead. Fight Club. How much can you know about That would be Fight Club from 1999. I've never seen that movie. Damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... 
Originally in the theater, it only did thirty-seven million dollars gross, which is. Oh. I mean, granted, this was still this is still nineteen ninety-nine, so thirty-seven million then is is much bigger of a number now, but it did way bigger because on the uh, then burgeoning format of DVD, it was one of the first movies that had a really in-depth. Uh, release with a super sexy special edition, etc., etc., and it ended up being a much bigger hit, and of course has become a big part of pop culture ever since, and you'll, you'll meet tons of people that still cite Fight Club as one of their favorite movies. So. Would you consider that as like a newer cult classic movie? In a lot of ways. I don't know if it'll okay. ever re- reach the point where it's a cult film that people will want to see regularly in a theater setting, or you can see something okay. doing like Rocky Horror Picture Show style right. callbacks. But it's definitely, it has a big following to it. So hmm. uh, this next one, though, might definitely be more considerate of a cult following as we go to number two on the list, please, Eric. Wait, wait let, me, let me explain something to you. Um, I'm the dude, you know, uh, that or Eric. Uh, his dude. Go ahead, Eric. Big Lebowski? That's the Big Lebowski. Oh, well these done. movies are too straight for me. Oh, no. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these movies. Okay. The Big Lebowski <laughs> came out in 1997 and died at the box office. It only made about $17 million in its initial run. And uh, it was one of those things where it just eventually caught on slowly but surely to the point where it really has become a full-on cult classic to... I'm I, I'm certain I've seen bits of people attending screenings dressed in full dude gear and so forth, but there isn't a single person who, if you don't mention the if you mention the dude to them, they'll know what the hell you're talking about, really. So, Eric, <laughs> I am absolutely flabbergasted. Well, we're gonna have to see. We're still we're, we're, there's still a possibility here, darn it. So let's go to number three on the list, please, Eric. Send you here for life. Eric, Floyd, what did they take? Eric got it by a hair. Very well Damn done. Damn it. I didn't know that, that was, one. <laughs> that was the Shawshank Redemption. When it came out in 1994, it was actually you know, really a small... It was a small art house release. It really didn't have a hell of a lot of, of juice behind it. Now, it did end up with $28 million, but that's including the money it made after all the Academy Award nominations came out. So that's mm. a little bit of an inflated number. But... The, as the years went by, everybody saw it on video. Everybody fell in love with it, and the next thing you know, it's become a modern classic. I mean, and that's to be, and that's something to be said that 1994 was an amazing year for movies because that was one of the nominees for Best Picture, and amongst the other nominees that year were Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction, and it was it was a ridiculous Ooh. year. And that's not even including like movies like The Lion King, which didn't get a Best Picture nomination, or uh, uh, the great documentary Hoop Dreams, which came out the same year so all right so eric is one away from securing his first win i think <laughs> in, in forever the year 2020 <laughs> no, but all right uh, this is hard four, i like eric. it though because it's so hard all right number four on the list please so what are you going to vegas for you gonna win i'm gonna dance floyd there's a spot open in the corner go ahead that is that is um um striptease that is not no. striptease. No, no, what the hell? I got one interest here, and that's the show. I don't oh, it's Showgirls! Oh, so. Eric, would you like to take a guess? Yes, that is Showgirls. I, I, I thought it was Showgirls. <laughs> Flo- Floyd no, Striptease is with Demi Moore, isn't it? Yeah, Striptease was a Demi Moore movie, and I don't oh. think you really could call that success either in theaters or out of theaters. Yeah. Whereas Showgirls 
it only made about $20 million. I mean, people forget how much of a kerfluffle there was over that movie because it was the first NC-17 movie. And so as a result, everybody was going nuts. Oh my gosh, it's a movie with boobs. How, how, how can we get through, get survive this? And it only made about $20 million at the theater. Uh, and it's still widely considered a horrible movie, but a horrible cult movie in that it made a ton of money on video. It literally made over $100 million in its video release. It was an so, available soft porn for kids like me. Pretty and much. I'm real gay, and I enjoyed that movie. I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, there's boobs. I don't care. Look at them dancing. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, with Eric's uh, concession there, we're going to ahead and give Floyd the point. So it's three to one. Sorry. If we go to number five on the list, please. From Mike Judge, creator of Beavis Eric. and Butthead, and co-creator Eric, of ahead. King of the Hill, comes a movie about people <laughs> who go to work, who are part of a team. And remember, um, next Friday... I know what it is now. Floyd, do you know what it is? Uh, office space? I don't know. Yeah. Is it really? You, you got it, Floyd. Well, <laughs> oh, shut your mouth! Just guessing. I was like, Mallrats, office space? That, I don't know. Well, Mallrats <laughs> could have been up here. I didn't think anybody would remember uh, Mallrats. But, but office space... Uh, what, was a very, very small film. It only did about $10 million at the box office, and it's gone on to become a massive cult favorite, and it's one of those movies that everybody at least has heard of, let alone whether or not you've seen it or not. But it ended up kind Wasn't of, it an animated series, too? Uh, I don't remember. Do you, does anybody remember? I, I don't remember. I feel like it was like a TV show. It seems like it would make series. sense cons considering Mike Judge has a long history in animation. Hmm. No, but I, I don't recall that. I know. Yeah, well, so, all right, so... Floyd slowly crawling his way back, <laughs> granted, with, with Eric's with Eric's help. As a win's a win, Jeff. Stop that. <laughs> as we go to number six on the list, please. There was an escape from the off-world colonies two weeks ago. Six replicants. Three male, three female. They slaughtered 20... A Blade Runner's job is to hunt uh, Floyd. replicants. Nah, Eric got it by a hair. Blade Runner. No. Yeah, that's Blade Runner. Yes, the name was right there in the title. <laughs> and yes, Eric did say it a hair before you, Floyd. It's okay. I'm not mad. He, can, right. he can have a win. But back in 1982, when that hit, it was only it, it only made 27 million dollars. Which, when you consider that Star Wars, you know, just a few years prior, had made oh I don't know 10 to 15 times that, <laughs> right? It can't, it can't help but be considered a failure. But over the years, it has slowly but surely become a massive film in pop culture, and it's one of those movies that everybody points to as one of the revolutionary films of science fiction. So, so Eric has already won. I can't believe I'm saying that. But let's go ahead and wrap it up with number seven on the list, please, because it's one of the most dramatic examples. In 1967, an international secret agent Eric. cryogenically Go ahead, Eric. Austin Powers! That's Austin Powers. People forget the first movie did well, but it didn't do massively huge. It only made about $53 million at the domestic box office. Then... You add in the time that it spent becoming a video hit, and by the time, only two years later, that the sequel rolled around, it made over $200 million at the domestic box it, office. It shagged quite a lot. Yes, it those did. Are, I mean... It, oh, it I was, was going to say... Go, go ahead, Flick. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, those are some good soundtracks, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and it was one, it was just one of those movies that ended up becoming even more massive just from word of mouth as it went along. And the next thing you know, the next two movies were huge, ridiculously huge hits. One of the ones I didn't put on here, because the first one actually did do pretty well, uh, was also uh, The Bourne Identity. 
because it did mm. make over $100 million domestic. But then it became the, the highest rented movie of its year in 2002. And as a result, by the time the sequels rolled around, Bourne had become an absolute pop culture phenomenon. So you never know when something's going to grab the public's imagination. And it might take a little bit of time for them to discover things. But as long as it's out there, eventually they will. Like cats. Uh, that one we're gonna have to wait and see. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can go along with you on that one. You, sure, you know, so. some people when they've included when, when they've put the, the 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 collage of 2020 together of all the awful things we've endured from the pandemic to the murder hornets to UFOs, people will go back a month and say even Cats is part of that. That doesn't count because Cats came out in Christmas. And I, that's, that's 2019. Damn I well, you know what? <laughs> Cats made nineteen ninety nine off me on iTunes, so I don't care. <laughs> I paid for that movie. I love it. Uh, Jeff, what kind of things you got for us to uh, check out on streaming? Yep, it is the beginning of the month, so a lot of new stuff is available out there. So why don't you check out on Netflix, Ace Ventura Pet Detectives. Anybody want to go back almost 26 years to the original time that uh, Jim Carrey made his way into the pop culture landscape? He had an amazing 1994, if you stop and think about it, because Ace Ventura... Followed by The Mask, followed by Dumb and Dumber. Like three movies in a row that were massive comedy hits. It it was a big year for him. And we mentioned last week the Underworld movies. Uh, Those are uh, the first three, I should say, are now available on Netflix as well. If you want to check out something vampirish. Floyd. The only three. (laughs) <laughs> Put it that way. The, like the, the only three. Yeah, I'm. That you said that started today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's out. It started out on the first, so they're out. Right Absolutely. Now. Yep. yep. My day is planned. And also, oddly enough, Back to the Future parts one and two. They didn't even they didn't include three on there for some reason. But the first two are available uh, as of right now on Netflix. As is, I want to give a shout out to a personal childhood favorite, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Now, Ooh. for sadists who want to see it, the uh, 2005 remake with Johnny Depp is also available. But as we all know, that movie doesn't really exist. There's only Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I know people. <laughs> I know people that like the Johnny Depp one. I do. See, but would you would you go so far, Floyd, as to say it's better than the original? No, but I'm also not going to be one of those people who are just like it's the Johnny Depp one is more based on the book because I didn't know it was a book series until the Johnny Depp one either. Uh, so, and to, be, to be frank, to be frank, anybody who says that needs to reread the books because they took even more liberties with the with the mm-hmm. Johnny Depp one. Jeff, you said sadist, and I was I was thinking you were talking about me trying to endure uh, Oompa Loompas and all the other carnage <laughs> of the first one. I would not I would not try and uh, force that upon you, good sir. Like, but, uh, there's half a dozen things in that movie that still te- well. Maybe like two things that terrify me now, but I remember when I was a little boy in summer camp and they put that on, I had to be taken out of the movie room. <laughs> Are you serious? I've had, I, when, when that girl, when when What's-Her-Face dropped down the, the egg chute, I was... Veruca thought all she wanted was a fucking golden goose. <laughs> I was done. I was done. Oh, and that noise happened? That... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> See, for me, it, it was uh, you know being blown up into a uh, blueberry that was more tra- traumatizing personally. So, but um, I also want to give a shout out to a few new things on Hulu, which are some great, great movies that are available right now. 
Goodfellas, one of my all-time favorite mm. films. The Martin Scorsese film about a life in the mafia is available on Hulu. And uh, Eric, I know you're with me on this one. The Dark Knight is available on Hulu right now. It's every, uh, it, it, the Batman, the Nolan stuff has been a lot of places lately, mostly Netflix. But they've just added both uh, Begins and Dark Knight to Hulu. So if you've never seen those, those are available for you. Also, The Green Mile. Do you remember this one from 1999 with uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Michael Clark Duncan? Yes, that was, he was the, the prison movie. Yep, yep. It was the, yeah. it was the second movie, uh, second prison movie based upon a Stephen King short story after Shawshank Redemption, uh, directed by Frank Darabont, who would also go on to create and then subsequently get turfed from uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, so, but uh, he's a, a very talented filmmaker. That's a great movie to check out. And for those of you who don't know, obviously, I'm sure most of you do. As of yesterday, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is available on Disney Plus. So the entirety of all nine of those movies are now available for you to watch and or deride, depending upon how you feel in any given moment. And also, we have to point it out that uh, Disney Plus has put up The Princess Bride, one of the all-time classic fantasy films, is now available. Speaking of things that scared uh, uh, kids, I know that uh, one of my friends was mentioning that they tried to show their uh, child The Princess Bride a few years back, and it was the giant rodents that drove them away from that one. So hopefully, <laughs> now that a few years have passed, she can, she can progress into that. So, And one last thing really quick on Video On Demand right now, for those of you who didn't have a chance to see it, the surprisingly successful Sonic the Hedgehog movie is uh, now out on oh, Video so On good. Demand. And it, it ended up doing you know, surprising well and getting very well received, considering how it was looking like it was going to be a disaster from that first trailer. It ended up uh, mopping up pretty well. You know... I- Maybe it's just me being a cynic, but I almost wonder now that I think about it if they didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> I saw it twice. I, it is a really good movie. I seriously doubt that they leaked uh, leaked a temporary design just to spend another few million in order to get it right. I think that to, you ultimately spend, you spend it to make a, a couple of million. Yeah, and frankly, there was still space for the. You know, now, granted, it you know, it came out in a better space than it did before, but you know, if, it, if it had come out around the holiday season, it might have gotten crowded out, crowded out so, by uh, Frozen 2 and the Star Wars and everything that was coming out around that point that would have appealed to the same audience. So I, would go, I wouldn't go so far as to say they did it on purpose, but I would definitely say it would end up probably being a blessing in disguise for them. I'll ask you every week until we get some answers. Anything new on uh, movie theaters potentially opening up? There has been rumblings about, uh, as you've as you've seen in the news over the last few days, rumblings about uh, non-essential businesses starting to reopen. But I have not heard anything set in stone yet, and I don't think anybody has heard anything. And even if and when we do get word, it'll probably take a little while before we get up and running because a lot of things have to get reordered and reassembled quickly in terms of staff and product. So as soon as I hear anything, I definitely will let you guys know. And that thing last week that we discussed briefly, I think we talked about it with you with Universal and Regal, uh, no, 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 Regal and the almost bankrupt AMC, AMC saying we're not going to play Universal movies because of trolls going to VOD, and it was a crazy, bizarre pissing match. Yeah, um, that that's a that's a perfect way of, of terming it because it was just so ridiculous. I mean, ultimately, you can't I, I, you can't ask studios to just stop making money. So if they decided right. they were going to forego the release you can't just hold it against them just for for making that change i think that 
it was ultimately, you know, AMC and Regal wanting to look strong and not, and so they were gonna they're gonna make a make a moan about it. And the end, the end result, however, will be that when theaters do reopen, it's only gonna make it worse for you know, it's gonna only gonna make it worse for theaters because studios will just be like, well, you know, start wondering if we really do need that release window in a theater. Right. And for the longest time, that was an absolute necessity. And if they start asking, well, why are we doing it this way that's going to be the worst thing so it was the worst possible tactic for the theaters to try and strong arm a big studio like universal out because ultimately all it's going to do is cause more trouble in the long run hopefully it was just mostly just amc and then regal piling on trying to blow off some frustration and steam because it's inconceivable that they're not going to play the universal movies not to mention that it, it, right now, traditional theaters are going to have a major uphill battle because a lot of the theaters that are going to gain in popularity right now are drive-ins. Right. And mm-hmm. anything you can do right now to not draw attention to the fact that there are other op- options out there is the best thing you can do. So the best choice for AMC and any other theater that's going to want to raise a stink about this is to raise a stink privately or to say something and, and just try and work it out with the studio directly. Because without the studio, you don't have product, and Jeff, you're not going to you're not going to draw anybody if you don't have any movies to show. Jeff, when I you know when I would go to the theater like Wednesday at eleven fifteen, there were really only older people there now. <laughs> I will literally be the only peop- person in the theater for most of the uh, movies that I see. I seriously doubt it. I'm going to go ahead and say that I seriously doubt that because the thing of it is is that a lot of these older uh, audience members are the ones that you know are going to you know want to brave to get out of the house and also they you know believe you know that it's not that uh you know COVID has been overhyped and things like that some of them are terrible like my dad is is not terrified but he certainly he's he's cautious when he goes out places i'm I'm glad to hear that i'm very glad to hear that because i'm really i'm really scared for a lot of people for whom that they've swallowed a lot of you know the the uh the talking points on social media saying that, oh, this is, you know, it's not any nearer there that bad and so forth. Because, you know, as soon as we get the all clear, my gut reaction is to stay under as, as if it's still happening for a long time, because ultimately who knows how many people are not taking it seriously. We have to guard out for them. Jeff, good to chat with you. Uh, I'll talk to you later on this week. Good to have you on with us. Uh, thank you very much for your time as always. And there goes Jeff. Bye. Did. I'm did you, still here. Did you go see your mom yesterday? I did. I surprised her. Because she said, I saw my favorite guy, and I said, Ugh. I've been sitting here all day. <laughs> Horrible. So, so maybe it was the UPS man with an Amazon package. So um, my sister and I went to Target, and I, so I my nephew has the key to my mom's apartment. So it's really funny. So I was like, Jason, say Nana. Like, say a sentence you would say to Nana. Because, like, you know, I do impersonations. So, like, I got his voice down. Mm-hmm. So, like, I opened the door. And my mom's like, my nephew had just left my mom's apartment. He was like, what'd you forget? I was like, no. She's like, what'd you forget? I was like, bitch. And she was like, what would you call? And I turned around and she goes, oh. Because she thought Jay Sean had called her a bitch. And I was like, no, it's just me. I was mocking him. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I stayed for, like, five minutes and I was like okay this is boring you're watching Ellen and news I'm leaving were you socially distant she's my fucking mother wow <laughs> so you honestly and I don't care that she's my mom okay yes I hugged my mother 
I'm going to fucking social distance the wow. woman who gave birth to me. So I, No, it was because someone had said something to me like that. I didn't mean to take this out of you. They're like, oh, I see that your mom, that you went to visit your mom. I was like, yeah. They're like, were you socially distant? I was like, were you minding your goddamn business? Sorry for my language. I apologize. I'm kind of disappointed that person didn't think that I was her favorite guy that visited her. <laughs> sorry. I, apologize. I just said, goddamn, I never say that word. I'm sorry. That That's how seriously I my relationship is with my mom. You're stay fine. in your lane, I stay in my lane. And don't try to come in my lane without putting on a blinker because I will run you off the road. Go uh, go get your food shopping done and hopefully uh, oh, that, that money yawned. will hopefully that money will hit the account today. Yeah, at some point. If not, we we good. We got my medicine. Okay. All right, listen, talk- listen, listen. I just shook my medicine at you. Ladies and gentlemen, right, I'm about to go. It's not heroin, <laughs> it's insulin. Bye. See ya.